Hello and welcome to CoffeeNet Podcast, part of the CoffeeNet streaming network at coffeenet.tv. This is the place where we meet with coffee people and spill the beans about what it is really like to live the coffee life. Whether we're talking with CEOs of large coffee companies, roasters, or barista champions, we are going to get inside information you haven't heard before. I'm your host, Jake Leonti. I've been working in the coffee for over 20 years, starting as a barista, then a roaster, green grater, globetrotter, importer, and now podcaster. Today, we will be speaking with David Griswold, founder and CEO of Sustainable Harvest Coffee. Sustainable Harvest is a green importing company and one of the first certified B Corps in the coffee sector. We will be discussing the B Corp certification, what it takes to qualify, and why it's valuable to your business and the environment. Hey, Jake. Can you hear me? Hey, David. Yes. How are you? I'm good. I'm driving, so I'm not going to go on video, but just know that I'm in Portland, about to get on the five. Uh, I just had to pick up some coffee. So nice to make your acquaintance. <laughs> <laughs> sure thing. Sure thing. Uh, yeah. Nice to meet you as well. I think we have, we know a lot of the same people. Uh, are you like Gilbert Gatali in Rwanda? I think used to work oh, with Sustainable Harvest. Yeah. 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 Great guy. I saw him in, in Milan. It was good to see him again. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I saw him again in uh, SCA in Boston. Uh, it's been a couple of years, I think. How did you know Gilbert? Um, I was working on a project where we were doing some direct importing from Rwanda and he was, he was my main man, you know, and I think we started that in 2014. Um, oh, that's great. And so, yeah, that was the beginning. And, and I went out there and, you know, he, we toured around some farms together and, uh, yeah, I've been friends ever since. He's a really super nice guy. Yeah. He went over, I got to know him in 2004, it goes way back and then, and uh, he became my first guy over there. So that was great. Awesome. Yeah, he's, he's always spoke very well of you. So I think that's, that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, and then I was, I was also talking with um, Reunion Coffee Roasters recently, and, and they definitely look up to Sustainable Harvest a lot and were part of the inspiration of why they became a B Corporation as well. Adam is a super nice guy. And uh, I've, I've heard him speak before, and he, he re- I guess it was at an AFCA African fine coffee thing that uh, I think I pitched B Corps and he was in the audience. So to kick it off, um, who are you and what do you do? My name is David Griswold and I'm the founder and CEO of Sustainable Harvest Coffee. We are a green coffee trader based in Portland, Oregon, and we've been in business for 25 years. And our um, brand mission is to not only have every roaster know who their coffee supplier is, but every coffee grower to know who their customer is. How, how long have you been a certified B Corp at this point? We became a certified B Corp in 2008. So we were the second coffee company overall. There was one roaster who was involved and we were the first coffee importer. And uh, we've been active in the movement ever since. What are the most important aspects to the certification to sustainable harvest? I think the most important aspects of the B Corp certification to sustainable harvest is how it helps us with management decision-making. So the way we use the B Corp model is that we look at the pillars by which points are awarded for community and, and um, 
you know, our human resources, our employees. Um, we look at all aspects and we try to make decisions based on what does the B Corp community tell us is the most sustainable path. And that's helped us um, improve our score over the years from 2008 um, up to now where we recently broke 150 points, which I think is the highest among food and beverage companies. Amazing. Yeah, I did see you have a rather high score. So congratulations on that. Uh, what do you think, why do you think the, the B Corp is kind of gaining so much attention right now? It seems like it's getting a lot of momentum just in the last couple of years. I think the B Corp is gaining momentum right now because it's a very solid system of certification that uh, is based on what you're actually doing. It's, uh, it's point-based, so you can, you know, it's on continuous improvement, and it continues to evolve and get harder each year rather than, um, it's not something you can buy your way into. You have to really walk the talk when it comes to doing sustainable things across all of your, all of your activities. So I think people are, are responding to the fact that it's, um, it's not green wishing. It's not sort of setting up some goal that I'm going to do in 2050 and hope that people pay attention or don't pay attention to what goals. It's really, what have I done this past year? How am I set up right now? I think that makes it a very real one. And, um, and I also believe the second reason that B Corp is gaining momentum is that I think there's a whole new generation of business leaders who really want to see business as a force of social change, as a, as a, a way to change the environmental and social problems that we face. Many people may have kind of given up on government being able to work in a functional way. And so they see business as one of the biggest tools that we have in our arsenal to, um, to make the world uh, a little bit better. And what are the benefits to a company to go through this process? The benefits for a company to go through the B Corp process is it's a really good, honest analysis of how you're operating your company in terms of sustainable practices. It's not simply that you buy organic product or that you might recycle or that you might have a 401k program. It's so broad. It covers so many areas that it really gives you a chance to have a 360 degree look at your company in all aspects. And most of us who go through the B Corp certification start to realize there's a lot more we can do to make our companies stronger and more sustainable than we thought um, starting out. So I think it's a great tool for continuous learning. And what, is you, what do you see as the benefits for the, the customer to work with the certified B Corp? I think one of the benefits for customers who work for certified or who, who look to certified B Corps to, to spend their dollars is they know they're voting for a company that is really taking sustainability seriously because um, B Corp's not an easy certification. It's most companies, you know, average 50 points on the 200-point B Corp scale, and you need 80 points to even be considered for certification. And you'll look and see a lot of companies are in the 80 to 90 points uh, area for B Corp. So it's, it's you know, it's, it's not easy to, um, to become a B Corp, and it's easy to, um, to, lose, to lose points if you don't, if you don't have uh, strong sustainability practices. But the way that we counter that is that we've made it part of our management system to think about what are the B Corp tenants, how, do we, how should we make these decisions? And when, when there's some new sustainable issue that we need to think about, whether it's employees or community or environment or product sourcing or what, what have you, we will look to the B Corp 
you know, leadership, uh, the blogs that they have, the, the events that they hold, and even talking to some of the staff and other companies and sort of say, what's, what's the best practice that you've seen? And that helps inform us on making better choices for a company. And the reason, I guess, that that really matters is that uh, people can have confidence in the products they're buying from companies that, that treat um, all stakeholders well, not just shareholder value. And I think for employees who are looking for places to work, the B Corp moniker is a great way of knowing that you're going to join a company that really walks the talk. Yeah, absolutely. And, and like you said, I, you know, you guys are currently sitting at a 151.4 score and which is 30 points up from your 2017 evaluation. Um, and I, I know sometimes that can fluctuate as it's a continuing process. What are, what are kind of the areas of focus um, that you're trying to push improvement on now at Sustainable Harvest? Well, I think what we realized is that some of the points that we, that we um, have earned is where we're actually educating our suppliers on environmental and social issues. Um, that might not seem like something that's sort of expected of somebody who buys product, but you know, that was one area that we saw um, we could, we could in continue to help teach and bring some of the practices that we're learning to our supplier group. And in and, and that way, you know, make the whole supply chain better. Um, you know, it's, it's a really detailed, there's a lot of different areas. It's a really detailed um, survey, the audits, you know, they, they bring people in. In some cases, we've had audits on site. They look at all of your paperwork. You have to show documentation. And so I, I think as we just took it more seriously that we thought if we're going to, you know, stay with this certification and, and really make something of it, let's make it part of our management system. And that, that was an idea that, um, you know, I, I received from another, another B Corp. So it's constantly sort of learning from others about like, what's the best way to bring this in so that your employees understand what you're trying to do. What you, what I think you don't want to do is have just one person in your company, who's your sustainability person, or maybe a founder who's very driven by doing B Corp and getting your staff involved in the decision-making uh, it makes this more permanent within your company. It's embedded in your company's DNA. You know, to become a B Corp, you take the survey and you have to get 80 points or higher, but you also have to change your articles of incorporation to say, we're going to value more than just shareholder value. We're going to make decisions based on stakeholder value. And, um, you know, I think that's, uh, as you look at what is stakeholder value, that's where all the points are in the B Corp system. You just have to make sure that you're achieving best practices. Yeah, that's huge. And, you know, when it, when it comes to like kind of uh, social impact, how are you able to, to measure that or, or quantify the impact that you're making? Well, you know, for, from a B Corp side, it doesn't, the B Corp score, I think, helps others understand that we're part of a system and they can trust our claims. I mean, I think that, let's say I'm trying to, I'm, uh, an employee is interested in joining us or a bank is interested in financing us or something like that. The B Corp certification helps people know that I'm not just um, offering a lot of marketing greenwashing. Um, so I think that's, that, that's the, the part 
that's important there. But when it comes to social impact, I think at your core for us, you know, we're looking at how much are we improving the lives of the suppliers that we work with? How much are we training them? And we have all kinds of other metrics that we, that we look at across uh, a number of different pillars of sustainability that we keep track of uh, our improvements on social impact. So I think it's the B Corp alone probably wouldn't be enough for a company like ours. We actually have a, um, a system that, that looks at about 100 questions as we do supplier di- diagnostics every year suppliers that we work with are, are cooperatives and farms. And, and that helps us understand what the growth rate is there. So it's kind of a yes and. B Corp covers certain amounts. And yet part of our mission is to ensure that we're creating the social impact that we set out to as a company when we started Sustainable Harvest. I think that's amazing. And, um, you know, Sustainable Harvest, again, being one of the, the first in, in food and beverage period to go for this certification, uh, you're definitely a lighthouse in the industry and a leader. Um, do you kind of bring that like any level of mentorship or, or anything uh, to the industry to, to sort of raise others up to the level? Yeah, I think that we try to raise, um, you know, maybe pay it forward a little bit because when I, in terms of mentoring other people who are starting to become interested in D Corp, the way we do that is that we're at at different coffee events, um, expos and things like that. We're running special B Corp seminars. We're bringing interesting B Corp collaborations together. Um, We've done some interesting collaborations ourselves with New Belgium Brewery, where we did a really interesting geisha beer from the people that kind of, brought geisha to us the you know the panama esmeralda um did a, a cool sour beer with them a couple of years ago we've done some stuff with ben and jerry's we provide the coffee for their coffee buzz buzz for almost 25 years now um and and those you know those were relationships but now they're sort of b cap b corp collaborations too and and the reason why those are interesting is that then other B Corp start thinking about who can they collaborate with? You know, one of the questions that people often have with any certification is, am I going to sell more of what I have? Am I going to sell, am I going to get new customers for this? And you, it doesn't immediately happen that just because you become a B Corp, you're suddenly selling to all these other B Corps. You have to, you have to kind of engage with them and sort of see where, where are the points of, um, of connection but there are a lot because what you'll find when you're with a B Corp group, like at the annual gatherings they have, the national conventions that they do, everybody kind of gets, they're all kind of trying to figure out ways to work together and do projects or maybe just um, just stay connected over really important social issues. So it's almost like there's this secret handshake or this secret, it's, it's, it's just a group that you've joined. Um, I find that incredibly uh, uplifting and inspiring even though they may not be all coffee companies and they're certainly not green coffee traders, but, um, but they all are really trying to, to do some interesting things and there's so much we can learn from them. So yeah, for us, it's been, it's time for us to give back and to mentor um, people who are trying to get into B Corp. And we did that a bit with the recent coffee expos and doing some, you know, becoming a B Corp. And we had a number of roasters, and, and farms that were B Corps get up and, and talk to the industry. And there were a lot of questions from people who were saying things like, I'm the only one in my business who really wants to do this. Maybe my boss doesn't want to do it. How do I push it through? And there was a way for us to give them a lot of encouragement and to help people through that process. 
because it's, it is, um, you can take the online B assessment. You can go online to the website and take the B assessment and see how much you score. But that next step of actually getting certified and, and having them come and look at your, your score and all the, and sort of the, essentially the audit, that is a lot of work. Like this is not some sort of summer intern job. You really have to be committed as a company. And that's one of the challenges of becoming a B Corp is that it's, it's a lot of work. And, you know, Sustainable Harvest, when you started, already had, uh, obviously, sustainability at top of mind. Um, going through the certification process, how did that sort of change the way you operated? Yeah, Sustainable Harvest, I think when I, in 2008, when I met the founders of B Corp, because they were actually speaking at an event here in Portland, Oregon, and I had already looked into changing my bylaws because that concept had been brought to me from somebody else in the Portland um, social enterprise community. So that, that concept wasn't new to me. And so when I found out, here's these guys, uh, you know, the three founders of B Corp had the tennis shoe company and one. And then after they sold that for a bunch, they decided to build out this whole, um, this whole certification. So there wouldn't be greenwashing among companies. And um, as I was, after the, one of the founders finished speaking, I ran to the front of the room and said, Hey, I've been really interested in this. And um, I thought I'm going to get, you know, I'm going to score incredibly well. This is going to be incredibly easy. And as I started through the test and started looking at it, just buying organic and fair trade and taking care of my employees and having a, a, a very low ratio of highest paid to lowest paid employee, things that I thought would just fully define me as the highest scoring B Corp ever was only not, you know, it was only getting me above 80 to 104 point, you know, it wasn't really as, I wasn't quite the, the hot thing I thought I was. And so as I looked at some of the questions, at least at the time, I don't know if they allow this anymore, but as I looked at the questions and I learned about different, you know, good, better, best practices on human resource questions or on sourcing questions or recycling I started to build out because it had to be a written, you know, it had to be a written um, edict. It had to be in your employee handbook. I basically started to create the employee handbook as I, as I learned from these things. And I think that's an incredible, powerful certification where you start making changes that are going to affect your community and your employees because you want to score more points for sustainability. And I felt, I've always felt like one of the best things about B Corp for all of us who are kind of competitive is that we're competing to, you know, I have 151 points now. I want to see what's it going to take for us to break 160. And it's going to be really hard, but that is an incredible, powerful tool to get me to become even more sustainable and figure out where are the gaps and close those. So it takes advantage of kind of, you know, this capitalist system that people want to do more and more and more. And it turns it into a net positive for the for the world because the points you're getting are making the planet a little bit better. I think that's, that's the amazing part about it. And, and it caps out at 200. Has, has anybody gotten there yet? I don't think anybody's hit the perfect score. It's probably like, um, you know, hitting a perfect 10, which used to be impossible in the Olympics in most sports, but I don't think anybody's hit the perfect 200 yet, but we'd have to check with B Corp. I think, you know, getting above, getting into the one thirties, one forties is, is a real task um, for most companies. And, and again, um, it's, it's not, it, and the, the test gets harder every year. It's, it's like you're, you're more likely to lose points 
two or three years down the road, unless you're really actively building out your, um, your decision-making based on sustainability decisions. Interesting. And I, I have to bring this up because it's been, you know, a point of contention and controversy. Uh, recently, Nespresso was brought into the B Corp and they got, I think, an 80.4. Um, or wait a minute, that, that might be true. Let me just double check that. Uh, yeah, 84.3, sorry. And, um, you know, so many people were arguing that, that this was, you know, kind of bringing down uh, the brand of B Corp. Uh, what, are, what are your feelings on that? I mean, I, I've, regarding the Nespresso becoming a B Corp, it has been controversial. And I think, um, I, I don't think I know all of the, all of the answers to, um, to it. But, but what I do know is that when uh, a company like Nespresso tries to become a B Corp, they aren't able to change the rules of the B Corp, right? They're, um, they're still, it's still the same test and the same point scoring system. And um, I think B Corp's challenge is actually more on the other side of how do you get big brands, which mean, you know, having more leverage and bigger impact. How do you get those players into a B Corp system? So I think, um, you know, you could probably argue both sides. Like, isn't it good to get an espresso on board because then they're going to start pushing this idea to maybe other major brands that this is an important thing to be part of versus kind of the green wishing that I think many big brands do about sort of 2050 goals on, on whatever it might be and social and environmental footprints that they're having. So, but having said that, I think that there are some really valid concerns that I've read about with, um, with Nespresso, with its parent company, Nestle, and things like that. I'd rather have them on a path towards continuous improvement with a real, with a real structure around it, like B Corp, than to just um, push them out and then let them you know, do it through marketing. So I think it probably took a lot for them to join. But again, um, I you know, it may sound like I just don't have a strong feeling either way. I would rather have consumers know more about B Corp. And I think big brands, whether it's Patagonia, Ben and Jerry's, um, you know, Ely Coffee, Nespresso, I think those are good for, for consumers to know that there's a different kind of corporation besides just a C Corp or an S Corp. That's an important message in a really noisy market. I absolutely agree. You know, it's uh rising tides lift all ships, right? And if you're a bigger company like that, you're going to bring bigger awareness and also have a larger impact on the earth, you know? So if, if somebody that's consuming as much as they are is, is doing it in a more sustainable way, then that's just better for the planet. Yeah, I, I tend to agree that it's better to have people in and, and try to collaborate and realize that as painful as it is for those of us who really want to see change happen faster, for big companies, it's a, it's a journey. And, and for a really big company to change its, you know, to, to sort of say, we're going to value stakeholder values, not just shareholder um, value, you know, and share, maximizing the profits of the shareholders. That's a big step right there because capitalism is pretty, at least U S capitalism is pretty clear that, you know, the Milton Friedman rule that you must just maximize the, the purpose of business is to maximize the shareholders value has left the, you know, the planet in a really bad state. Yeah, absolutely true. 
So what is next for Sustainable Harvest and, and what are kind of the things that you're looking to focus on for your next audit? Well, I think we'll, the things that we'll try to focus for our next audit is we don't want to go backwards and we don't want to rest on our laurels. So I think uh, really building into our systems and, and even our overseas offices, how do we, um, how do we, how do we continue to score points and do the right thing in terms of our decision-making around, around sustainability issues as they affect the running of a company and the sourcing of products that we do and how we treat our employees and, and how do we act in the community? I think playing a bigger role, inviting more people in, into the coffee B Corp world and trying to get the coffee sector organized around B Corp and collaborating on things. I think there's some opportunities there. We, we may not be the leader in that, but we'd like to be supportive in finding who wants to, to, um, to help lead that so that the coffee community is a strong one. You know, Because historically the coffee movement has been really out in the front of sustainability much more than other commodities. And so with B Corp, I think, I think we have a lot of coffee B Corps. I'm sure there's over a hundred, maybe 150 of them now, but um, we're not always connecting. And, um, and I think they're, they're, that, that might be a way that we sort of build more community. And, and for us, um, I'd like to see B Corp collaborations, you know, more people, buying from B Corps, you know, B Corps buying from each other and supporting each other. And one of the things that I proposed to the B Corp staff was that you don't get points for buying products from other B Corps. And I think that's a, that's a gap that I think they'll fix in this year's revision because you do get sometimes points if you buy certified product like or certified organic or things like that. But I thought, why wouldn't you want to encourage B Corps to support each other? So I hope that's that's one of the changes we see because I think at the very least we should I should be buying more of my products from vendors who are B Corps and and support them versus just looking for what's the best price necessarily. Yeah, that makes sense and it helps support the whole ecosystem because that's the kind of culture that you want to create and and continue to thrive, yeah. Yeah. And David, I appreciate you spending the time with me and uh and kind of sharing sharing your wisdom from from somebody who's one of the early adopters uh, and and seeing kind of what the idea is. Well, nice to make your acquaintance. We'll be in touch. Thanks, David. Yeah, I appreciate it. And it is great to to get to know you. And I've I've heard your name so many times echoed in the industry. So it's cool to uh, to finally connect and uh, yeah, keep in touch. Special thanks to David Griswold of Sustainable Harvest for taking the time to chat. Thank you to our audience that gives me purpose to keep talking. Next cast in a few weeks. In the meantime, check out our video cast at coffeenet.tv to get a behind-the-scenes look at the coffee business on video, coffeenet.tv. Thanks again.